individuals that, that I look up to that have mentored me um, and has mentored me in this profession that I've been in for 15 years. Rick has mentored me on just how to be a leader and, and how to be an executive and how to build relationships. So two of my favorite people. I had to play Ladies Night. Anytime Anna walks into the building, I think, I think of Ladies Night. That's the first song that, that comes to my mind. Um, Anna Hanshu, Rick Witted, uh, two people that if there's a Lanch Day HealthCast Hall of Fame, uh, the both of you would be first ballot Hall of Fame members. I want to, before we get into the conversation about Rise, I want to commend both of you because this afternoon, and, and we've been working in partnership with Porter, and I know, Anna, you had a lot to do with that, and I've been friends with, with John Criswell for a long time, since the post eight days, and we're, we're actually doing some consulting for Porter and, and helping them, and, and Anna was a part of the Ingenia Insights podcast, which is going to get a lot of critical acclaim about that. And, and we, we did a shoot in Orlando, Florida a few weeks ago, heading into Rise. Anna was a host of a fantastic breakout session, Session E, and we're going to be posting on Lance J Plus and, and Porter Health is going to be posting on their website a lot of material. I felt I've been going to Rise for 15 years. I've been going to Rise since basically the first one or the first couple of ones when it was in Nashville and there only like 100 people and there were like seven vendors there. That was one of the best. And I'm not just saying that because Porter pays me and U.S. Hunger pays me. <laughs> that was one of the best sessions that I've ever been to as far as the energy, the panel. Um, I saw a lot of people at this Rise who I haven't seen come to Rise in, in, in years. I saw my old boss, David Giuseppe from Community Health Plan of Washington. The energy was palpable. I mean, it was fantastic. And I just wanted to give you credit, Anna, and I wanted to give you credit, Rick. When you and I first kind of talked about uh, U.S. Hunger making their way into the, the Medicare Advantage space, we were in the throngs of COVID, and it was everything was at a complete standstill. And we're maybe a year or two years a little slower, but to see you step in and really be able to know the lingo and to in the breakout session, the, the second half, Rick was, was, was spitting the gospel, man. I was proud of Rick. I was like, this guy is not just a banker, not just a chase guy, not just a nonprofit guy, but I'm like, Rick Witted is a healthcare CEO. So I'm proud of both of you. Both of you are fantastic, and, and I really respect both of you. I just wanted to say that before getting started. Hey, you know what? There's wisdom and a multitude of counsel. Uh, we're not getting any sound. Let's see if we can. Is the mic off? Why don't you uh, try to turn it on? Where at? There we go. That's it. Ah, there we go. Oh, no problem, man. You know, I was fault. just going to say, you know, there's a wisdom in a multitude of counselors, right? Um, and so I pride myself in making sure that I'm surrounded by people that will tell you when you're right and more importantly tell you when you're dumb or you're missing the boat right you Anna Derek uh, you guys have been that for me and so I've been able to come into this environment with training wheels I mean literally I don't have to be smart I just need to listen and, and be obedient 
Well, I think that's so important, and I love the way you teed it up, Anna, and, and we talk offline. You really encapsulate social determinants of health and culture and how those two things are part of your STARS, your RAF program. So I think the, the traditional CFO says, bring me my money. Figure out the ROI. Figure out how you can cut costs. How can I get charts cheaper? How can I get that extra survey out? How can I pound on vendors to get what I need? But you really have an understanding that before you do those things, you have to have a culture and you have to have a long-term strategy and it has to be member-centric and you have to understand what's going on with your most vulnerable members. I love that about talking to you. Rick, give us a synopsis what U.S. Hunger has been doing since we last talked at, at Rise LA. I just know that, that you're doing some phenomenal things, especially with your IT platform. What's U.S. Hunger up to? Yeah, you know what, and I gotta say, there's no better transition than that and talk about some of the counsel that um, Anna has uh, provided to our organization this year. So I would say the biggest news is on January 1, um, we figured out that the conversation's been completely about how do we get this data, how do we get this data. Uh, CMS has changed the the, uh, the conversation about, no, this is the data we need, and we've been collecting that data. So we transitioned to literally our, our uh, survey just being HSRN survey, plus some of the things we were asking before, as well as USDA food ins uh, insecurity survey. So all the exact information that CMS is asking for, Absolutely. we're getting it. Um, and I, I, I don't want to say this as a great more of a I'm saddened news, right? You know, year to date, 16,000 application. That's, I haven't seen those numbers since the pandemic, right. um, but we're getting that level, literally over 45 survey responses um, that uh, are social needs risk uh, responses that CMS is asking for and the verbatim story. So figuring out how to connect with these plans um, to not have to try to reinvent what we're already doing. Um, you can, social good, is also good business and uh, we're a key to that because we can actually give you the data that interprets uh, ROI. The, the verbatim stories are so important yeah. and I've had a chance to, to sift through. I'm sure you've looked at Rick's platform and, and had a chance to see those stories from the heart. As someone that's spent many years on the health plan and ACO side, you don't get that from your call center. You don't get the vulnerability. You don't get the brutal honesty of someone that says, look, I had a recent job loss. I have a husband that's on dialysis. I have a child that has a health problem and we're struggling. Tell us about Cat5 strategies. What, strategies. what I love about what Anna does is Anna kind of shines her light on, on all sorts of people. So she takes her industry knowledge and experience and she helps some people with risk adjustment and star strategy. Some really need a, a social determinants of health lens, but you're able to, to kind of encapsulate, to wrap all of those things that you've been exposed to in your career to help organizations on many fronts. Tell, tell us about some of the things that, that CAT5 is working on. So my goal is just help make the industry better, right? As it changes, how do we help people adapt? to the changes and how do we help serve, you know, our programs, like it or not, our programs serve the most vulnerable people right, yeah. in our society, uh, whether it's the elderly or the sick or the poor. And, or both, all three yeah, together, all trifecta, three, right? Yeah. All at the same time. And uh, even non-vulnerable people, people that, that are, uh, you know, just getting older and want to age with dignity right. and want to age in place. It's just helping make the industry. Better. And we're at the age where we're experiencing that with our parents. I mean, it's um, my father's pretty healthy, but 
I'm trying to, to watch him and make sure he does what, what he needs to do. And you become more of, of the caretaker, Rick. I know you've shared stories with yeah. me about with about your family, and you've shared stories with me about your own personal health. Like you broke your leg or your ankle, and, and you're trying to get help, and you had to raise it at a 45 degree angle. I'm your for, fall for, risk, for, folks. For all of those I, things, I'm your right. faller in your health plan. Um, so I mean, we we are healthcare executives and leaders, but also consumers as well. You know, I have I have Lyme disease. Uh, part of the reason that people ask about the weight loss is that. You see me walking a little slow sometimes. I have Lyme arthritis, which is a very, very difficult and debilitating disease that I can't do anything about. It's from a tick bite. But weighing 70 pounds less puts less pressure on my knees and, and joints and ankles. So, I mean, we're, we're all consumers. We all have skin in the game on this. Uh, what I wanted to ask you, Anna, I'm very, I'm very curious. What do you think? I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. What do you think? from a media perspective, because I've really been trying to push healthcare media. You were on the Ingenia Insights podcast. What do you think, how viable do you think is really delving into healthcare media and you know, taking some of these thought leadership quotes and, and putting them out there where not just healthcare leaders can reach them, but, but people in the communities that I like to take the Rick Wittes of the world and humanize them. I think that a lot of just the typical consumer says, oh, it's just a guy in a nice suit that's, that's very successful, probably went to a really good school, probably lives in a nice house, beautiful family. But how do we connect even more? Is healthcare media a part of that? What are, what are some of the ways that we can connect with members just from a PR standpoint? Yeah, huge role to play because how would we know about the Rick Wittes of the world right. and all the good work right. that they're doing if, you know, if, if the media is not out there to to show us or to shine that light on what's being done. Uh, you know, Melissa Smith at Healthline was the right. other sponsor of the of the, um, of the talk, the four-hour uh, workshop uh, today, uh, said was, you know, I was really surprised. I thought people were going to be in the weeds thinking about, right. you know, specific data points. And today was all about solving big problems right. and change management and healthcare transformation. So I think that is a big part of the role is people are scratching their heads. What do we do next? What's our next best action? Right. And I think, you know, you being there today to to show what's happening and what are the cutting edge things and, and really helping people move the needle on what's coming, uh, get in front of the headwinds is, is a big, big issue. Big what, what do you, you both are from Central Florida and our radio show is on WDYZ in, in Orlando market. So that's one of our larger affiliates. Um, WDYZ is a fantastic station, also known as Florida Man Radio. They really like the show. Um, Rick, actually the next time, I'm going to be in Orlando in a couple of weeks, and they want us to do a live two-hour show. So I'd love to bring you and, and someone from U.S. Hunger to talk about some of the things that you're doing locally. What are your thoughts about the landscape in Orlando specifically since we're on air live in Orlando on weekends? What are some of your thoughts? I know that you've done some fantastic pilots in, in Orlando and, and with local organizations. What's kind of the landscape of, of healthcare and social determinants of health and some of the barriers in Central Florida? Yeah, you know, we just expanded that pilot in the nice. city of Orlando. Um, I can tell you um, really good news. They are looking at the upstream issues, right? Um, so even with us as a food provider, the, their focus is not on just getting food, but it's the why are they hungry in the first right. place. And so particularly in the city of Orlando, uh, literally central Florida, housing is the big issue. 
Um, and, you know, through food assistance, we're helping them um, just take a peer into these upstream root causes. Housing so kind of like a peer review, so to speak. A- a- absolutely. When you think about food, right, it's, it's the first indicator. I mean, really, as Anna says, you know, it's not just medicine. It's the tip of the spear, and I've been right. using that ever since. So from a food perspective, I can go from steak to chicken to, to ground beef to beans and rice. There's no equivalent for housing and rent. That's right. There's no equivalent for utilities. There's no equivalent if I don't have a car and I need transportation. So food is just a window to peer into to see those things. Um, And I I know in Central Florida, housing is just the affordable housing is the big concern uh, for most municipal uh, parties. Uh, And so we're helping from that perspective just to be able to peer into that window and look at what the upstream causes are. Well, I think that the way that U.S. Hunger and your data, you define food deserts. So yep. you have the pink zones. If anyone's ever seen Rick's platform and, and it shows where there are food deserts. But you also are able to, to kind of Venn diagram that information over pharmacy deserts and over housing deserts and some other areas where there, where there are opportunity for growth. Anna, what, what are your thoughts um, strategically and what's going on in Orlando? I know that you do a lot of work around the country, but what's going on at home? So I would say in Orlando, it's one of the most savvy, value-based care environments nice. that you can find in the country. Okay. So you have really smart uh, providers that really have their finger on the information. That's good to hear. I'm from the Advent Health System, so that's where, yeah, that's where so, I come from. So, you know, so, so they're part of that and lots of other, you know, big provider groups that really understand value-based care and they understand, and you and I have talked about this before, right. that acronym HALT. Right, I was, I was, you angry, beat me to it. lonely, or tired. When, that reminder. blew my mind, yeah. Rick. When she said halt, I was doing a show. We were at the Omni in Nashville, and it blew my mind. Yeah, I couldn't sleep yeah. that night. Hey, it's the other four-letter word for SDOH when yes. you think about it. Right? Yeah, and, and, exactly and that's what you're getting at, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's why what you're doing is so important. The fact that you're in Central Florida, kind of, and that's the root of, of where it's coming mm. from. All the innovation is coming out of Central yeah. Florida. Yeah. You have other organizations sending paramedics into the home mm. to address other areas, paramedics who are specially trained in understanding social determinants of health, behavioral health issues, you know, some of the big things that you talk about, Rick. So I think... In Central Florida, it's a fantastic environment for value-based care today, and it's a model for the country. Really becoming a medical hub yeah. of Central Florida yeah. is. Yeah. Anytime I have, so one of the, the great things about both Anna and Rick, they can get technical, so Rick can go technical and, and talk about his time and in, in being in the banking system and working for nonprofits and everything that that entails, all the, the politics, the relationship building. And I can tell you that on page 76 of the CMS Managed Care Manual, Literally. Um, the HCC for, for this particular cluster of, of ICD-10s, 11s, or 9s, that this is what it maps to, this is your coefficient, um, Anna's an expert on that. But we have a lot of people here at RISE that, that are also talking about that, and, and I try to stay away from those topics, um, and I talk to you guys all the time. I want to know about leadership. What I loved about the session this afternoon is we really started getting into culture. We really started getting into leadership. We really started getting into how do you build these programs? How do you talk? How do you work with the C-suite if they only give you five minutes to talk and they're a three-star plan and they really need a weekend retreat in the mountains to be chained to 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 the to the actual um, somewhere out in the cabin out here in Colorado Springs? They need to not leave for three business days until they understand it, but you only have five minutes, you only have 10 minutes once a quarter to have that conversation. How do you build that? 
it can be very discouraging. It can be very difficult. And then some cultures have silos. Some cultures don't want to combine quality and risk because they don't want the CFO poking into what the CMO is doing. Some, some cultures don't want to have inclusive type of meetings and have those discussions. I'm going to start with you, Rick, and I'll let you close, Anna. Rick, you inherited U.S. hunger as they were making a change from feeding children um, Feeding children everywhere? Okay, just making sure. It's been so long, I don't even remember. They were transitioning from feeding children everywhere to U.S. hunger, and you came in right as the pandemic hit. So you came in, wham, March the pandemic hit. You were, you were shut down. Your packing business shut down. Probably logistically difficult to get food. And then you have an upswing in need. How were you able to right the ship culturally to where you are today from, from when you started? Well, I'm glad you you added culturally because I would say we're still we're still riding the ship. The pandemic left a pretty big scar. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I think the answer is real clear. Your people are your most important, your most vital uh, asset. So one, be transparent, be honest about what's going on. No one likes to feel like they were lied to. Um, so be honest. Um, and I would say too, uh, remember that um, your people are the most important thing. So. You start with them and you incorporate them. You know, if you step away from that, um, as I as I listened to the to the uh, workshop today that uh, Anna and team curated, there was a common theme that I kept hearing. I used to say it like this in the world of career advice, right? Most decisions about your career are made at a table you don't sit at. That's right? true. Um, it, the the gist of what I heard all of those four and five star plans saying is leave the table and go build consensus, build relationships, build partnerships. And in any culture, in any company, um, you have to do that. You've got to build consensus and you have to build, that's how you build friendships, by the way, um, away from the table. And the reason that's important is because everybody's pride is at the table. Everybody's reputation is at the table. No one's going to back away from their precious holy cow at the table so you have to get away from the table. It's those Starbucks meetings. It's that, exactly it's that right. Saturday morning breakfast somewhere, you know, and, and broken that's, egg. That's true in healthcare, right. banking, nonprofit, your family. I mean, there's just some things you got to say, let's go for a walk and let's talk that's through right. to understand their point of view. And so I would tell you if there's anything that contributed most to us building, I spent a lot of time in the hallways, you know, in the lunchroom accosting people in their office mm. and just asking a simple question what am i doing that i need to stop doing mm. and you know what should we be doing that i'm i'm completely clueless about and i'll be honest with you it was very difficult for no one wanted to answer that right. question and i'm like people okay, don't want to give feedback yeah. to the boss and i'm like right. i'm not leaving especially during answer. a pandemic when you just yeah you don't lose your job now <laughs> yeah that's right so consensus away from the table is just critical and no, it's great, great hearing four and five star plans basically say that all, all four of the leaders that we had up there are leading very high-performing organizations. High and, and have been for a long time. Right. So career... They're not lucky. They're good. Yeah. Some people are lucky with stars yeah. with, the, with the pandemic, but they're good. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say that some of them were in organizations that move very quickly, that can make decisions quickly, and some of them were organizations that Which move stuff? slowly right. and, you know, are, are more... Uh, I don't want to say well-considered because that, that's not accurate, but they, they, they just take longer to make decisions just because of their organizational culture. But w- one of the things in, in terms of being able to make transformational change, especially the type of change that's needed now that they all talked about, was exactly what you said. 
being able to influence across the organization and use your superpower. So if you didn't have that superpower, somebody else on your team might right. have that superpower, might have those relationships. So that was such a big moment for me that they all said the same thing. And then really is understanding what the win is for the company and creating that uh, small wins for each individual that they're trying to influence. How do those wins roll up to the big win for the company? So really relating everything to what the win for the company is. Truly strategic. Um, I want to thank you both for, for spending a few minutes with me. Like I said, your, your support on this show has been very important. It's been instrumental for, for my ability to thrive. And I just love picking the brains of leaders and, and people that have fought these battles. And it's funny, I'm getting older now, and uh, I'm one of the persons that's a little bit more of a senior. I remember going to Rise, I was in my late 20s, and I didn't really know what was going on, and, and I'm just kind of following everyone's lead. Now I look around, I'm like, man, you know, I'm probably in the top quadrant, if not decile, of people that have been, been going here. But, but it's just great to share ideas and leadership. And uh, just a uh, shout-out to John Criswell and, and Porter for, for helping that. And, and the other, uh, what's the name of the other company? HealthMind. HealthMind. Uh, shout out to HealthMind, too, for, for putting together a fantastic seminar. And, and there's going to be so much uh, information that's going to be shared the next couple of days here at RISE. Just greatly appreciate to have both of you come on and, and looking forward to, to collaborating with you both uh, downstream. Thanks a ton, James. And let me tell you, you probably are more of a supporter of us than we are you. So just grateful for um, all the advice and support you've given us over the past couple of years. Thanks, Thanks so for much. getting the word out. Yeah. Jay, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 a.m. weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare. as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, shines on the wheels of steel playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application. And Doug. Got a couple of bogeys on your six limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. James Lewis. My my nephew Bryce, who just turned nine. He beats the brakes off of me at FIFA. He's a soccer player. My, my nephews, Tristan and Bryce, are soccer players up in Cleveland. 
And every time I see them, we whip out the Nintendo Switch. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. It was talking smack to me. And I started to say, I was like, look, Bryce, man, you're, you're eight years old. We're about to take this outside and settle it like men. If you keep talking smack. Things get heated in, in, in battle on the sticks, as we used to call them. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.